podcast at Service of Change, where we challenge reality, question which we've been taught in hopes of inspiring a new direction of thought to bring about change. I'm your host, Dennis Nappy II, with Service of Change, where you can read my book for free, I Am Human and We Are Not Who We Think We Are, just by going to serviceofchange.com slash I Am Human. You can read the first three chapters, no obligation. After that, all I ask for is an email address, because I'd love to keep in touch with my readers. As I work on book number two, Food for the Archons. I am human food for the Archons. This evening's show is going to be about energy vampires. Now, I absolutely hate that term because I think it gives a connotation that that belittles the subject, belittles the, um, the, the topic of what we're talking about. But that's what I'm going with tonight because that's how it's popularly known at this point in time. Uh, So I'm going to use that to hopefully grab your attention and you're not dismissing it before at least let me get into and talk about, uh, you know, this subject. It's a key uh, aspect that I'm researching in Food for the Archons and I kind of build towards it in uh, I Am Human and We Are Not Who We Think We Are, the first book. And it's really, I think, important for us to understand that this this does exist uh, and that it's a possibility for us to encounter. And, you know... A lot of this is being driven for me through personal experience, and that's what's driving my writing, is I've experienced things in my life that I don't understand, that aren't very aren't readily explainable, or the explanations that I've received aren't good enough, so I'm exploring it on my own, trying to do some research. In addition, I'm trying to make these conversations more comfortable, so you can have this discussion, so we can get to the bottom of it, even if the final resolution is hey, you know what, that's not, there's no such thing as an energy vampire, but here is the mechanism that's causing these effects and these things that you're experiencing. Because I don't think that the current explanation of things is adequate. And I think it's dismissive for people who are having certain encounters and certain feelings. So my hope is that, like I said, this will be a more comfortable conversation, a more common conversation that you can have with your friends, with your coworkers, with your family, with whoever, um, you know, moving forward. I shared an experience on Instagram the other day, one that a few years ago I never would have talked about publicly, but in the spirit of keeping things open and honest as I continue to do my writing and my research, I briefly mentioned, because you only have one minute on Instagram, uh, I had an encounter the other night with something that shouldn't have been there. Uh, I, I was I was asleep. I, I, was, I was home by myself this weekend. My, my wife and children were out of town. And it was about three in the morning, and I was in and out of the of the dream state. And all of a sudden, I just 
you know, I was conscious and I had that feeling of something, something's about to go down. And I turned to my right and I saw something standing there. It was about three feet tall, so just the head was sticking up over over my bed. And I had the sense of panic in that in in as number one because I was so startled. And number two, it's I'm looking at something that should should not be here, should not exist, yet here it is standing here next to my bed, staring at me. And it was this creature that was a very pale white, almost almost uh, like a light gray. Uh, if you picture, you know, when you see in movies if somebody has drowned or they've suffocated, just that paleness, almost a blue-gray coloring to their face. Uh, I made out the details of the face very clearly at the time, but once it was over, as usually happens, they started to fade pretty quick. I remember the eyes were large, but I don't remember feeling drawn into them. Uh, and they may even had like a bluish tint to them. But I don't remember being sucked into them like a lot of people report when they see uh, beings of this nature. I, I guess commonly referred to as grays. I've never seen anything of this nature before that I can consciously recall. Um, but it was just so lifelike standing there. I just remember being, uh, wow, this is here, you know. And I, I started to, to freak out a little bit. And then a state of paralysis set in. Next thing I know, it's in front of me, in front of my, at the foot of my bed, staring at me. And I got a, a, another decent look at its head, the shape of its head. And, it, you know, the, the same coloration, but it had almost like a crown. If you've ever seen um, Independence Day, I think, or um, War of the Worlds, just the shape of the head, how it kind of flared out in the back is what it looked like and I started to become just terrified and I'm usually good at this now I've I've experienced this my whole life you know at least having these types of encounters and feeling this fear but I think because I just didn't expect it I had a tough time getting control of my emotions so instead I just fought and tried to resist the experience as it climbed up onto my bed and started crawling up toward my chest and uh I just fought and fought and fought, got real tense, real tense, and forced myself awake, and the experience was over. And, uh, you know, I sat up in bed, looked around, and, and it was gone. And I knew that if I was to fall back asleep right then and there, I would go right back into the experience. So I stayed awake for about 15 minutes. I meditated uh, and put myself in a different energetic state. I had to get rid of the fear because it's, I, it's the fear in my experience that draws them in. Uh, and, and I, I don't know I don't, if that's what opened the door. I, it's been like I said, it's been a rough week for me. I said this is my last show. I've a lot of stress going on, so I, I think that that kind of attracts these things when you're feeling stressed because I, I believe they're consuming that frequency of energy that we put out. Um, but there, there it is. There's my personal account of a recent encounter that I've had. Uh, I don't know what it was. I, I like to stay away from the term alien. I don't think that's what it was. I think it has something to do with, um, you know, dimensions beyond our perception or something that's, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know uh, exactly what they are. I, I've read a lot of different conflicting reports and theories and stuff. 
Um, I, I really don't know. But, you know, as I, as I talked about in I Am Human and We Are Not Who We Think We Are, the book that I offer for free, uh, I talked about how I've had these experiences in my life and how uh, I started keeping a journal. Every time I have an encounter, every time I just have a spiritual thought, it doesn't have to be about this fantastic stuff, but I write down in it because when I have those types of encounters, no matter how hard I try, my memory of them, it's very difficult to implant that memory and keep them, keep that memory clear. So I got to get up and I got to write it down right away. Otherwise I lose it. And as I'm writing food for the archons, I'm going back and reviewing my old journals. You know, I've talked about this in other shows and, and what I see is that uh, a theme coming up. I think I talked about this in my dream show, the show I did about dreams and it's it's revolving around fear in, in you know in uh, I am human I had a part uh, I wanted to read uh, you know, I'm pretty much going to recant what I just said but it says uh, in my early 20s I developed a habit of writing down everything I could remember about an experience immediately after it occurred as so many other experiencers report despite the power of these encounters memory of them sometimes fades into the fog of nothingness so I've kept my journals and I am grateful for them while reviewing my entries I have noticed a recurring trend Fear. It is a fear unlike anything I have ever experienced that seems to be induced within me by them. It's as if they want me afraid in order to harvest something from me. In one of my entries, I wrote that I thought they were taking something from me, either energy or spirit. Now, I remember that encounter, that specific encounter, and I go into much more detail uh, explaining that encounter in Food for the Archons. But... Basically, this was a very early experience from before I really understood this. This was back when I, I thought, oh, this is an alien abduction and this is just what happens. I had no understanding of energy transfer, I, of any of that stuff. It's just what I felt during that experience was that, hey, I felt something coming out of my chest. I remember clear I was pinned against my closet door and they were in the room. There was at least three of them. I remember just feeling something coming out of my chest and I wrote it down and what what gets me though is that I came to that conclusion on my own based on a tangible experience that I had and then later I read another encounter another blog another forum where someone's explaining the same thing you listen to David Icke he talks about it he's explaining the same exact thing you know so to me that lends credibility you know, I was in intelligence and law enforcement for 11 years. And, you know, I understand how to do an investigation. And when you've got multiple witnesses or multiple sources that aren't connected, that aren't accessing the same source of information, that have unique experiences, there's something to that. There, there, it warrants further investigation. To me, that lends credibility. It's corroborating Information. Well, this guy over here is reporting this information. Now, this guy, thousands of miles away, had the same exact experience, is describing it almost verbatim as to what happened, and they have no contact whatsoever, and there's not a common source that they've read that explains this. Because at, at least for me at that time, I hadn't read anything about energy. I've read, I had read about abductions, but energy was the last thing on my mind. So... And that drives a lot of my research. I have an experience, and then I read about someone else that had the experience after I drew my own conclusions. And that may not prove it to you. It may not prove it to anybody else. But it gives me enough to say there is something happening. 
there's something going on here. There's a common element here. What is it? So I've had multiple experiences where I've, I've walked away from saying, there's, there's energy being taken away from me. I, they're taking energy from me. And, they, and I also felt like they want me afraid. They, because that fear is what creates the level or the frequency, the flavor of energy that these beings want. And in doing some research uh, for Food for the Archons, I came across some studies, and I've talked about this before, and this is definitely in the next book, uh, through the Institute of Heart Math. And they've, they've identified uh, different, I'm going to butcher the scientific terms, but different pulses, different ener- elect- the electromagnetic field that the heart generates. You know, and uh, <clears throat> that there's different. I don't know if it's frequencies. Again, it's. It, it, I'm still working through the research, but you know, um, different measures of energy depending on what emotion you are experiencing. So again, that's more scientific corroborating evidence to what I had experienced. What I was saying that I think the frequency of fear is what they desire. And now Institute of Heart Mass Research is showing yes, there's different measurable, either pulse waves or pressure waves, some type of energy that they're able to measure to show you know this is what it looks like when you're happy. This is what it looks like when you're sad. If I'm interpreting the data correctly, so the evidence is building. The case is building. But let's let's move beyond that, and you know I, I open food for the archons, talking about another personal experience that I've had, uh, and it's happened several times. And, and if you've ever read the book uh, by Stephen King called Insomnia, you can actually see it if you're watching the video cast right here. That's the book Insomnia. That's why that's on the shelf because it talks about all this type of stuff. Um, I was in a store, and I, I you know I was in a bookstore, and I walked past somebody, and I got just this hair standing up on the back of my neck just this uncomfortable feeling uh and i I quickly moved away from this individual and next thing i know he's following me and i said okay that's odd so i move away again and he, he continues to slowly meander closer to me and next thing i know he gets so close to me that he's almost touching me and he just walks past and as he walks past i felt from the back of my neck just a draining feeling that I quickly I gave him a glare and I walked out of there. I basically looked at him saying I know what you're doing and I, I left I ran out of the bookstore you know and it felt like he was taking my energy from me as crazy and as weird as that sounds I don't care I want these conversations to be able to be more comfortable I'm not a crazy guy I'm a well-educated guy and I think that we need to have the courage to, to talk about these things that we feel, even if we, again, even if we end up saying, you know what, there's nothing to it. I think there is something to it, and that's what Food for the Archons is about. It's explaining this possibility, the, pos- the connection that we have, the energetic connection that we have. Everything is energy. So anyway, this guy, you know, I believe was attempting to siphon off some energy from me, uh, you know, and I was able to, to stop it and, and move out of the way. I mean, have you had this experience? If there's anybody out there, help me out. Leave some comments or something so I'm not sitting here alone just just chirping, uh, saying, you know, this is what happened. But, you know, I, I'm confident there's there's an absolute ability to uh, to exchange information. As a, you know, as a Reiki practitioner, I'm able to deliver or, or uh, channel energy. It's not my energy, but the energy of, of the universe to help heal people and to help relax people. Um, you know, people have felt the heat. They felt the pressure. They felt 
release um, you know all sorts of different things that get reported and there's a lot of good research out there on Reiki now so you know do your homework there's there, my point is transfer of energy is possible if you look at a plant a plant eats the energy of the Sun basically it consumes it in order to make its own food now there's an article that's been floating around saying you know plants consume the energy of other plants in order to survive. It's based, it's a study about on algae. Uh, I was a little disappointed when I read it because as I'm uh, when you read the heading, I think, oh great, this is it. This is the proof, the smoking gun I've been looking for. They're absorbing energy, and it's not exactly they're absorbing the cell membranes or something of other plants and converting that into energy, which is still a significant finding. And I talk a lot about plants in my book too. Um, but it's not the level of energy. I'm looking for just pure raw energy being transferred. Um, so it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. But I'll have the links to the study um, in the show notes at serviceofchange.com for you to check out and review on your own. And, and dig a little deeper. Let me know if you have any more uh, evidence that I can use in my research You know, in this claim. Uh, you know, but, but vampirism is something that's been talked about for a, a long time. I'm by no means a vampire expert. Um, but again, it, it's all about energy. We, why do we eat food? Because ultimately we're trying to get the energy that ultimately comes from the sun. Really? Uh, we're trying to absorb that energy into, into our bodies. Um, you know, there are people who, uh, sun eating is a, is a big thing where they're, uh, you know, they, they claim that they don't have to eat or drink anything now because they absorb the energy, the life force directly from the sun. I haven't done my homework on it. I've heard a few testimonials at YouTube University, but, and I'm not discrediting that, that at all. I just, I haven't done my homework on it, so I, I can't speak intelligently on it. But again, this stuff warrants our, our investigation, you know. Um, something was in my room you know uh at 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 some level of existence you know we are we are virtually blind and deaf in t- in the scale of the universe we can see it's just a time we can perceive just a tiny tiny fraction of everything that exists so who are we to say that nope there's nothing else beyond our perception that may have influence over us and that's that's the whole drive of my book that's why i am human and we are not who we think we are is out there for free for you to read for free because I want to understand this. It's an important discussion we have because I believe that understanding this will help improve the human condition on so many levels for so many reasons. The first being if we can stop this this uh, this constant stream of negativity that I believe is being projected to us. You know, the the heart math talks about us being receivers and transmitters of energy. We can receive and transmit energy, and and this is in the book as well. We can receive and transmit emotional energy, information. So who's to say something isn't feeding off of us or isn't feeding us negative thoughts, negative feelings, negative vibrations to cause us to then transmit a specific frequency of energy? That is what's happening out there. That's what I am pretty sure is happening out there um again read the books you know it's there sign up for the secret newsletter uh you know as i as i send up updates every week with the secret podcast uh and beyond and when food for the archons comes out that's the best way to get notifications of it to get advanced copies and all that stuff that i'm planning to do to promote the project but uh i could really use your support now check it out let me know what you think let me know if i'm missing anything 
Uh, let me know if you think I'm completely off my rocker. I'm, I'm, I can handle hearing that as well. Um, again, we I think we need to work together on this to get this out. So, all right, I'm keeping it short this time, uh, but thank you for listening. I, I hope I didn't bore you too much with uh, with it. I'm, I'm still feeling kind of under the weather, but um, let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. Go to servicechange.com. Just click on the contact page, or if you're checking the show notes for the, this this particular secret podcast episode on the left hand side, you know, or if you're on your phone, scroll down to the bottom. There's a spot where you can just send me a comment or a feedback right then and there. Uh, it really helps if you share this content on social media or in any forums that you're a part of. I'm trying to, you know, boost that ranking. Uh, you know, I'm a, a pretty low-budget operation here, but trying to get things out there. So uh, any help you can offer me by just hitting that share button would be greatly, greatly appreciated. And again, if you're, uh, if you're a new author looking to get your book published, go to servicechange.com, click on the publishing tab. I'll be more than happy to work with you. Help turn your dream into a book. There's no greater feeling than... Uh, holding that book in your hands for the first time once it's published after all your hard work. So hit me up. I'd love to hear from you. That's all the time I have. I'm Dennis Nappy II. This has been The Secret Podcast, where small changes among the masses can have a massive impact around the world. I encourage you to be that change. Never stop questioning and keep an open mind. Thank you. Welcome to Truth Seekers.